Welcome, everybody, to yet another episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, presented by Georgia-Alabama Sports Live. We have got a jam-packed show. This is episode 723, just in case you're keeping score at home. And you're listening to us on Noonan Zone, home of Southern Sports WQEE 99.1 FM. How about them Atlanta Braves? I will get into game two of the NLDS. Possibly the greatest Atlanta Braves game of all time. That's what I'm hearing from people who love the Braves that have watched them all their life. The Atlanta Braves get the improbable. When I mean improbable, this was a great finish. But I was scoreboard watching. It didn't look so great. And I thought that the Braves were going to get no hit out of the building and go to Philly down 0-2. But we have got a brand new ball game. It's 1-1. I will get into that. We had a Monday night football game. The Packers and the Raiders. Had a great day yesterday. As Thrip Erringer and I were at Bull Creek Golf Course in Midland, Georgia for the CSU Basketball Golf Scramble, their tournament, the money was raised for CSU Basketball. We were on the 11th hole. We set up there and interviewed players and coaches and got to witness golfers trying to get a hole-in-one on the 17th hole for a chance to win $10,000, and it was a par 3, 180 yards to the flag, and that was wildly entertaining. There's been several people that came up to the hole that got close, but I enjoyed being at the golf course yesterday. It was a great time. We had lunch, and we got to meet some interesting people. But I'm going to go ahead and start this show talking about the Atlanta Braves. Now, I admit Got a little nervous. The Phillies were up four to nothing. Bottom of the sixth inning, the Braves started to chip away. Max Freed left the game in the fourth inning. He only pitched four innings. Could not finish the fifth. But it was the bullpen. Kirby Yates, Jimenez, Johnson, Minter. They all got the job done. The Atlanta Braves. Travis Darno started it with a two-run blast in the seventh. And then Austin Riley with two outs. Ronald Acuna Jr. at third hit a 3-2 slider. A one-handed home run over the fence to make it 5-4. And that is the price you pay when you decide to hit Ronald Acuna Jr. He ended up being the tying run. Austin Riley, the go-ahead run. On to the ninth where... A.J. Minter came out, and he walked Bryce Harper and Rysel Iglesias up to the plate facing Nick Cassianos. And he hit a gapper. When I saw this, I thought that it was going to be a double and the Phillies were going to tie the ballgame. But Michael Harris put on the Superman cape. He went into the gap, makes a spectacular catch. Throws it back into the infield. Austin Riley guns down Bryce Harper. Now, why is Bryce Harper not tagging up on that play? It's because that's the type of player Bryce Harper is. He is cocky. He wanted to score on that. He automatically assumed that was going to be a base hit. And he gets doubled up. 
and the Atlanta Braves win in dramatic fashion. Might be the greatest finish to an Atlanta Braves game of all time, and that includes the Sid Bream slide in 1992. The Atlanta Braves are going to Citizens Bank Park on Wednesday, tied at one. All they need to do is get one in Philly to bring it back to Atlanta for a game five. Come on, let's get greedy now. Let's take both games in Philly. Phillies have no business staying with the Atlanta Braves. The Braves won 106 games for a reason. They have the best team in baseball. Let's go get these W's, boys. All right, while I'm doing this podcast, and you know, I, I can't give the most updated scores. The Diamondbacks are up 3-0 on the Dodgers. I would not count out the Dodgers. The Dodgers are a very good team. They could find a way to get back into this game, but the Diamondbacks could go up 2-0. Here is what's on tap for Major League Baseball here on Tuesday. You got the Houston Astros tied with the Minnesota Twins and the Texas Rangers, who now became the odds-on favorites to win the World Series. They can close it out against the Baltimore Orioles in Arlington. And how about the job that Bruce Bochy has done for the Texas Rangers? And I want to see the Rangers get to the World Series just for the simple fact. I felt that they should have won the World Series in 2011. They reached the World Series in 2010. Ron Washington was their manager, the current third base Braves coach. And they should have won the World Series in 2011. But David Freeze broke the hearts of Rangers fans in that game six. And we all know history tells you when you lose a heartbreaking game six, you really don't have a chance in Game 7. We've seen it with the 86 Red Sox. We've seen it with the 2003 Cubs. And we saw it with the 2011 Texas Rangers. We had a Monday night football game. Right now, 8-13 left to go in the third quarter. The Green Bay Packers and the Raiders all knotted up at 10. NBA preseason. Nets are playing the Lakers. You have the Knicks beating the Celtics. When do the Hawks play their preseason game? Well, the Atlanta Hawks, they will play a preseason game today on Tuesday against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Then they will play a game against the Memphis Grizzlies. I was looking at the depth chart for the Atlanta Hawks. The backcourt is solid. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray. Their small forward, DeAndre Hunter, I just want to see him become an all-star. Sadiq Bey is going to be the starting power forward, taking the place of John Collins. Clint Capella is going to be your starting center. Your backup point guard is the rookie from Michigan, Kobe Bufkin. He is going to back up Trey Young. Bogod Boganovich is the backup small forward slash shooting guard. He could be a candidate for sixth man of the year. And A.J. Griffin is going to be on the bench as well. He can knock down the three. Anyeka Kongru, the overall sixth draft pick in a couple of years ago. And Patty Mills, he's 36 years old. He's a savvy veteran. For those who think the Atlanta Hawks can't compete in the East because of how strong the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Heat are, the Atlanta Hawks might surprise you. I think the Hawks will figure out that they are a good team. They have just got to make sure that they don't get into the play-in game when they get into the playoffs. they got to get one of the top seeds. And I think the Atlanta Hawks have the team to do it. My opinion, 
The Atlanta Hawks are the fifth best team in the East. You got the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers, and the Heat. And the Atlanta Hawks would be number five. Ahead of the Cavaliers, ahead of the Knicks, and definitely ahead of the Charlotte Hornets, another team that you have to deal with in the NBA. Hey, the NHL, it is back. And I cannot wait. The Vegas Golden Knights are the defending Stanley Cup champions. They are taking on their new rival, the Seattle Kraken. The Kraken surprised everybody last year by making the playoffs. I'm excited to see the debut of Connor Bedard, the Chicago Blackhawks forward. He is going to be the biggest prospect since Sidney Crosby, in my opinion. And this is October. The Columbus River Dragons will be in action on October the 26th. That will be their opener. And they are taking on that team from Baton Rouge, the Zydeco. Yes, that's the name of that team from Baton Rouge. They're an expansion team. And their home game will be Friday, November the 17th at the Columbus Civic Center taking on the Mississippi Sea Wolves. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the show. And when we come back, I'm going to air the footage live from Bull Creek Golf Course, Thrift Behringer and myself, where they're interviewing Columbus State players. Remember, the season starts November the 10th as they will take on Barton College and the opener is going to be against Edward Walters Wednesday, November the 15th at the Lumpkin Center. Oh, I cannot wait for Columbus State basketball. It was so much fun just to interview the players and Coach Moore and several assistant coaches. It was a lot of fun. All right, we'll be right back. Active Pest Control offers the best services and prices to protect your home. Offering both monthly and quarterly pest control services, plus specific services like bed bugs, German roach, and flea control. Even if you can't see them, insects are all around you 24-7. Active Pest Control wants to be the first line of defense. Active Pest Control. Repair. Find. Best termite coverage around. Active Pest Control. 34 Jefferson Street, Noonan. 770-954-9941. It's the best in sports and entertainment. And get locked in and locked down with Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. with your host, me, Ryan O'Neill, each and every morning, right here with the best in sports and entertainment, all the way from professional sports to college sports to River Dragons hockey and everything in between, including some of the very best local and national guests. It's the Rhino Radio Penitentiary, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, right here on 99.1 FM WQEE. Welcome back, everyone. Thrift Behringer, Richard Holdridge on George Alabama Sports Live. Coverage of the CSU Men's Basketball Program's fundraiser here at Bull Creek. And we are going to start off with what we had earlier this morning. Just the sound quality wasn't great, so we're going to redo that interview all over again. It's returning forward slash do-it-all player Jelani James. And Jelani, Richard, go ahead and do the proper introduction for him. Well, one of the top returning starters from last year. He averaged eight points a game, played in 27 games, started 12 for the Cougars. Jelani, you transferred from Georgia Tech, uh, entering the transfer portal. You're also a, a player that was second on the team in rebounds, second on the team in blocks. 
I know you're looking forward to this upcoming season, and you're going to be a big contributor to the Columbus State Cougars' success going into the Peach Belt Conference this year. But what are you looking forward to most about playing for Coach Moore for the Columbus State Cougars in uh, your second season? Um, so, yes, in my second season, um, I what I most look forward to, I would definitely say, is is winning. So last year we had a we had a winning record we were 16 and 14 but um personally that's not enough uh games won for me and um i just find that you know last year was my first year going through the peach belt and, and competing against everybody at that level right and just really you know sitting through and playing with playing against the competition so um this year i'm i'm kind of going into it i'm already knowing what i'm getting myself into you know i'm going to be I'm sure there's some some surprises in store this season, but I'm going to be a lot less surprised by things that I run into, and I think I'm just going to be ready to handle like those challenges as a, as a player this year. Well, by the way, thank you to our sponsors. You see Q1073 in the building, PNB Broadcasting. Thank you so much for sponsoring this live stream of giving proper exposure to CSU men's athletics. I did a sit-down interview with Jay Sparks, and I was excited to hear about this upcoming year for the 2023-2024 season. We'll talk with Coach Moore. Last year went 16 and 14. Jelani, you were on the precipice of making the NCAA tournament um, for Division II. You played in the Division I NCAA tournament back when we were with Georgia Tech. Um, decided to transfer here at Columbus State. Why did you decide to make that move? And why was it beneficial to your career to come and play um, for Coach Moore here at Columbus State? Um, so as you said, I was at Georgia Tech, which is a great school and a, a great basketball pay program and a great basketball conference to be a part of. But I just didn't feel that I was as involved as I needed to be um, if I wanted to push my career forward as a basketball player. And that's personally what I wanted to do. So I just felt like, you know, going somewhere that I could play and, and, and really get true minutes would be more beneficial to me. So, yes, I did get some final, not final four, some um, March Madness experience while I was at Georgia Tech. But I can already feel like um, the season that I had at Columbus has just has just given me so much more experience than that that season at at Tech, even though I was in March Madness, because I was actually playing and going through those trials myself and having to overcome challenges as an actual basketball player instead of just watching other people overcome them. All right, Jelani, who is your favorite NBA team, NBA player? And is is there an NBA player that you, your game is compared to? Um, so I have. Let's see. Uh, my favorite NBA team is the Celtics, and my favorite player is is Jason Tatum. But when it comes to a player that I model my game after, I would actually have to say that I like to go more of a direction of of I would say uh, Kawhi Leonard or or um, I can't think of his name right now, McDaniel from um, the Timberwolves. But mainly. Um, uh, two-way players, so p players that like to focus on defense as well as uh, getting a bucket as well. So um, the main the main focus for me is the main the main focus for me is is definitely being able to get a stop um, and not allow the other team to score on me just as much as it is getting a bucket myself. Being versatile on the defensive end, um, being able to be a playmaker. I know you're you're playing forward, but you want to be that point forward. You like to facilitate. You like get people involved. Um, when seeing this team, you got yourself, Joshua Jerome, um, Roman Son, and Wisdom Ubo, all the returning players from last year. With that said, you're one of the guys that got a lot of playing time. Joshua did too until he got hurt. Um, you're going to have to make sure everybody starts gelling together. 
There's a lot of talent on here. Caleb Bird, Jared Adderton, Marquise Davidson, Cordell Brown, Jaden Hall. These guys can play, but they're coming from different schools. And you know with teams, you got to get acclimated with each other. you got to get a feel for each other, know each other's roles, know each, where each other are going to be at. Do you feel like this offseason, you all did a really good job, you know, coming a unit so you can feel like this year you're a family and can really be prosper and maybe have a great season? And so I would love to say yes that I definitely think that we had we did a great job of um of gelling as a team of getting to know each other of getting to know what what our, what we all like to do and what we should expect from each other. We've also done a good job of just setting expectations in general of just as a as a member of Columbus State men's basketball team. What are you expected to be doing? So there is a there's a standard that if you if you don't meet that standard, it's not like you know you're gonna get an actual real punishment. But you're, everybody in the team is just going to be disappointed in you. And if you're not disappointed in yourself, that speaks to you as a basketball player. So I feel like that's a good uh, culture that we've built this year that uh, it's almost an unspoken thing that everybody should should have their head on straight and, and be locked in on what we're locked in on, and that's winning a championship. And, and keeping people accountable. Is yes, that sir. what you're going to do this year, making sure everyone knows their role? There's not that one person that can be that guy because one bad apple – can ruin all the apples, and you don't want that happening with this year's team. Do you feel like everyone knows and is ready to, to buy in, even if they have a small role? There really is no small role. If they are buying in, they can be a part of something special. Yes, sir. I absolutely believe that. And last year I was new, so I didn't have I, – I can't. I'm not going to say I didn't have as much of a voice, but I wasn't as comfortable using my voice there we go. Um, to, to just try to get everybody to buy into that same vision that we have as a team. But this year, you know, I, as, as you said, I'm, a, I'm a, one of the leading returners this year. And so I, I'll use that and just my influence to, um, to make sure that my teammates are focused on the right path, make sure that we all are, we are all after the same goal. Because at the end of the day, that's, that's really what's going to help us the most as a team. Like you mentioned, you finished 16 and 14 last year. You lost in the semifinals of the Peach Belt Tournament to the number one seed, Augusta University. They, they won 27 games. Yep. There was a lot of top teams in the Peach Belt. You did get the win over North Georgia in in that first round, but looking at this Peach Belt Conference, I mean, there are some stacked teams from the top. We talked about Augusta. We talked about South Carolina, Aiken, North Georgia, Lander, all teams that have 20-plus wins. Young Harris right there. Right. Columbus State, what is it going to take to get – to be one of the top teams in the Peach Belt this upcoming season. Um, so earlier, you just you had just named a bunch of people that we had on our team. We have a lot of firepower on our team. Right. The main the main thing is going to have to be everybody being focused on that goal of winning a championship. So whatever it takes, if if people's roles will change over time, you're not gonna we're not gonna have one person that just comes out and is just dropping crazy amount of points every single game. It's it's gonna be somebody different's night every night. We don't know whose night it's gonna be. As a as a as a competitor on our team, you have to be ready to do your job. If you're not getting buckets, you have to get some stops because you know you you have to you have to help us win this game. And so that's what's gonna that's really what's gonna be the difference between us um, being 16 and 14 again or us being one of the 21 teams. Like uh, talent will only get you so far, and it it, it can get you. Yeah, it can get you a winning season. It can get you 16 or 14, but us being locked in and disciplined as a team will get us where we need to go. And that's where we want CSU back, competing for Beach Ball Conference Championship, making it to the NCAA tournament. Jelani, 
went and by the way, Jaden McDaniels is the guy you were thinking about. Yes. Jaden from Washington. He's gone from three points a game in Washington University. He's he's playing for the Timberwolves right now. Three points to six points. Now he's putting up twelve points a game. And well, and as someone that is an avid Columbus State, you know, I graduated from there, but someone that actually keeps up with CSU. I follow him. I mean, more than almost anyone else around this area, other than the the, the, the media and the news guys like Hoppy Patterson and them. Um, I, I think there's not a better person to promote it than you with I, me. I do have a story to tell, Thrift. All right, so this is February of 2020. This is before the whole country shut down. I was at a Columbus State basketball game. They were taking on Clayton State. I was getting my podcast off the ground, and I just went around asking, if I focus on covering Columbus State on my podcast, could I build an audience with these students here at Columbus State? I ended up talking to a camera person who is a student at Columbus State. He was a broadcasting major there by the name of Javaris Harris. And so I built that relationship with Javaris. You know Javaris. And the rest is history. And so Columbus State, I cover it all the time on my podcast. Uh, I try to give love to the Cougars and the Lady Cougars basketball team. Shout out to Coach Matt Hauser as well. And then uh, Jay Intlick, the soccer coach for the women's soccer team. So, All right, well, without further ado, let's bring on our next CSU men's basketball player. All right. Wisdom got? Yubo. Wisdom Yubo. And Wisdom, how are you, man? Thank you so much for joining us. You can just use this you mic. Go. You're going to have it too close to you. So Hold first things first, where you're from. Uh, what classification are you, and uh, how much do you love playing for CSU? All right, I appreciate y'all for having me. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm from McDonough, Georgia, and my classification is I'm a junior. And we'll let, let's uh, how much do you love playing here at CSU? Oh, yeah, I love playing here at CSU. The fans, the court, just the arena and the fields, like, it gives me chills sometimes. So I love it here at CSU. All right, so let's start with this wisdom. Did you transfer? Have you been here all three years? Because I know there's a lot, so, uh, quite a few guys that have come in from different schools, either from the D1 level, D3 level, or D2 level. So is this where you started, or where did you start before you came here to CSU? Uh, I started at a, a small community college in Phoenix City called Chattahoochee Valley. Oh, I know where CBCC yeah. yeah, I know them there very go. well. There we go. <laughs> okay, so, Wisdom, let's start. I'm guessing this is year number one here at, C at CSU, or year number two? Year number three. Oh, year number three. Okay, so you were at CV for one year, and then now this is year number three going into your junior season. Let's talk about that transition from the JUCO level, um, playing for Coach Ben Hicks, I'm assuming, who's a longtime assistant under Coach Moore for a long period of time, did a great thing at the D2 level, forgot the school he was at, and then now he's at CVCC. How was it playing for him, and then that transition to come play for Coach Moore here at CSU? Yeah, Coach Hicks, he was actually at CSU. Columbus State. Yeah. And then he went to Georgia Southwestern. Yeah, there we so go. He was at two Peach Bell schools. But then he went, that's when he went to, after that, he went to Chattahoochee Valley. And then they recruited me there. I played for Coach Hicks. He's a great coach. Um, him, and, him and Coach Moore actually coach alike. I think Coach Hicks big on defense, and they like philosophy and game plans are kind of like the same. So the adjustment part there was kind of easy. I think the adjustment part that I really had to adjust to was like the, the D2 basketball, like the pace and like the skill level, time level, and just the feel for the game. Wisdom, I have to ask, with you being from McDonough, that's uh -huh. not too far from Clayton State, yeah. which is a big rival in the Peach Belt, is it a big deal when Clayton State comes to the Lumpkin Center? It, does it mean more to you because 
because family or when you travel to Clayton State, do, do you try to get family to come see you? Or? Oh, yeah, it definitely means a lot to me. Clayton <clears throat> State, I take that game personally every time. Oh, you do? Yeah, okay. Yeah, being from McDonough, and, and how did you come about uh, coming to Columbus State? And did you get recruited or like how? How did you uh, choose to become a, a CSU Cougar? Yeah, I was uh, recruited here from Chattahoochee Valley, and Coach, Coach Morrow coming to my game. <clears throat> he the one that came and supported me for the most part. He he showed me the most interest in my game between all the coaches. So I feel like this this was the best fit. Me and my parents felt like after we went on a visit, we felt like Columbus State was a good fit for me. Well, Jaden. Not Jaden. That's the next guest we're going to have on. But Wisdom, thank you so much for coming we on with us. Uh, last question is, what do you want to see from your game improvement-wise? Like, and, and I guess what position do you play? Point guard, shooting guard? Point guard, shooting point guard. guard. So point guard, shooting guard. What, what, is, what are some improvements you want to see personally that help CSU get to the level that you, you and the team want them at at the end of the year? Some improvements I want to see basically be have, having better leadership qualities, um, being able to show what I can do in terms of scoring the ball and my passing ability and bring the team together as a whole. So being like the glue. Being, being a leader yes, on sir. the team and a guy that's been there for three years now, I'm assuming that you're one of the veterans on the team. With you both, thank you so much, Wisdom, and uh, we plan on talking to you and seeing you in the near future and hopefully calling your name many times as we talk about CSU men's basketball this season. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely. Uh, that is Wisdom, Absolutely. and now let's move on from the Wisdom of Wisdom to Mr. Jaden Hall himself, the junior, and I'm assuming point guard slash shooting guard as well. You're one of the guards on this team, uh, Jaden. All right, so, Jaden, you're from Honolulu, Hawaii. You're a long way away from home. So, this is your first year at CSU. Where were you from? I'm uh, from Hawaii. Where did you play before you came here to CSU? And uh, what made you want to come to Columbus and play for Coach Moore? Uh, I'm from Salt Lake, Hawaii, but... I spent two years at uh, JUCO in California, gotcha. West Coast College, mm -hmm. in uh, Orange County, California. And uh, how I got to CSU, I know one of one of our new assistant coaches. He used to be in the Army and lived in Hawaii, gotcha. so I kind of knew him for a while. And I was still my recruitment was still open up, and CSU came onto the scene. I like Coach Moore. I like the staff. I like the area. Like I was about to say, school. do you like Columbus compared to other places that you've lived at? Columbus is a bit different. It's not a small town by any means. It does have small town mentalities, but it's a growing city. Do you like it being here, and do you feel like this is a place that you could feel comfortable enough to live here if you decide to graduate from CSU or whatever happens? I like it. I like it because it's it's a big city, but it doesn't feel like a big city, kind of like L.A. or something. Right. I get to like kind of relax, a little country. It's a big city, city but not with, yeah. without the traffic, right? Yeah. I'm a small town boy, so it kind of gives me <laughs> yeah. small town vibes in a big city. Gotcha. So I really like it and enjoy it. So can you describe uh, your game? Like what is your style of play? What, yeah. what position do you play? And uh, what NBA player did you mimic when you were a kid? Um, my style of play is I'm a point guard. So whatever the team needs, I'm willing to do. Are, are you a, a pass first, or do you like like to shoot? In JUCO, I was a scorer, but now I'm around a lot of talented guys, so I'm more of a pass first, shoot the shots that are coming to me, things like that. Well, now being on the floor, you, you're known as the floor general. I mean, you you see plays before they they end. I mean. What is going through your mind when you're getting ready to draw up a play and try to pass it to your teammate? I mean, do you do you see and anticipate what could happen next after you pass it? 
Well, I gotta know, as a point guard, I gotta know all my teammates' strengths, weaknesses, what spots they like the ball, who's hot. That all plays a factor in what side of the floor I gotta go to, who needs the ball, who's hot at the time, where do we need a bucket, what kind of bucket do we need. All those play a factor. So knowing my teammates well, get me ready to make those a big decision. Absolutely. Coming up this upcoming season in the Peach Belt Conference, uh, Columbus State, you know, coming off of a loss of the semifinals in the Peach Belt Tournament. I mean, the first game, it's, it's going to be here before you know it in about a month, November the 10th. How excited are you about that first game of the season against Barton College, which is going to be on the road, but how, how excited are you? I'm excited. It's a new level, new experience, with a, new, a new group of guys. But I, I'm confident in how we've been practicing and working this offseason, so I think we're going to come out. Well, we're excited about you, Jaden. It's a long way away from home, but obviously you've been acclimated. You're excited to be here, and we're excited for you to fill that first game at the Lumpkin Center that's going to be crap, uh, packed. It's going to have a lot of great noise around. You know, people are going to be excited to see where CSU men's basketball. That's been one of the top Peach Bell Conference teams for a long time, especially since Coach Moore's been there for 14 years. So, Jaden, Thank you so much, and uh, we appreciate you having uh, coming on the program. We appreciate you. That is Jaden Hall, who is all the way from Honolulu, Hawaii. I mean, I told Coach Moore, I was like, give me a list, and give me all the players, that, and give me some background and history on them. And the thing he wrote for Jaden is from Honolulu, Hawaii, so a long way away from home. Um, but he, he, he said it, and it hit it right on the head when talking about Columbus. It's a small town, but it's got big city feels to it. All right, you don't have to deal with all the traffic that you get from the big cities and everything else that happens there, but it is big enough with the Midland, the Harris County, the Phoenix City. We all consider that the Tri-City area. Right. It, it does make you feel like, all right, you're not going to find a Dollar General. Um, you got to drive 15 minutes to a Dollar General, only one gas station in the entire town, two stoplights. That's not what Columbus is. Um, but I, I enjoy being able to talk to these guys, and I'm looking forward to seeing them this season. We'll start oh, getting into detail about their upcoming schedule. We'll talk more about Coach Moore, who's in year number 14. Talk about his assistant coaches like Jalen Butler, who is in year number five with the program. So um, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get our sponsors up. And, again, thank you to everyone that made this possible. We'll be right back after this at CSU Men's Basketball Golf Classic here at Bull Creek on Georgia Alabama Sports Live. We'll be right back after this. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. <sighs> Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Tune in each Sunday morning right here on WQEE 99.1 FM for the key for help from a high with Bishop Daniel Hardaway Sr. of Redemptive Life Worship Center at 9 a.m. Hear the Word of God and soak it in. You can join us for our live Sunday service at 10 o'clock a.m. till 12.30 p.m. at Redemptive Life Worship Center at 2265 Highway 54 in Marlin, Georgia. Have a blessed week. Welcome back to the program. Mo Scarborough. 
Thank you so much from Caldwell Banker, all the sponsors that made this possible. We'll have your graphics up here in just a moment as we're dealing with some microphone issues. But thank you all for everybody tuning in on George Alabama Sports Live. And now we're going to bring, we were talking with a lot of new members. We're going to talk to a returning starter. So we, we started off with Jelani James, starter last year. We talked to Wisdom Yubo. We haven't talked to Joshua Jerome, but we're about to talk to Roman Sun. Yeah, that's right. Roman, last name Sun. He is the junior point guard from Atlanta. Come on in, Roman, and join the program. Thank you so much for coming on with us. And first things first, Richard, go ahead and tell everyone what Roman did last year for this CSU men's basketball program. Absolutely. He appeared in 21 games. He started in four. He averaged 9.6 minutes a game, shot 66% from the three-throw line, scored wow. 39 points, 21 assists, 18 rebounds. And you're coming in in your junior season. You graduated from Farrell in Atlanta. Uh, what was that experience like playing in Atlanta and getting recruited by Columbus State? Well, it, was, um, it happened very quick, to be honest. Um, they recruited me my 11th grade year, and, you know, COVID hit my 12th grade year, so I had to make a decision about where I was going to go to college. So ended up coming down to Columbus, and it's been, it's been cool since then. All right, well, let's start with there. And, again, we are on a hole-in-one, so we're going to see if anyone can hit a hole-in-one. That was a nice um, shot. That was mm -hmm. an excellent shot. But, you know, Roman, the question we like to talk to a lot of the players, when, when you're getting recruited, and especially with your parents and, and everyone that's involved in recruiting, you want your coach to make sure that he's not going to bamboozle you. Right. He's not going to lead you down the path of your career not turning out the way you want it to be. So during that recruiting process, especially during the tough period of COVID, which your season was cut short probably, mm -hmm. you didn't get to go and do tryouts or go in-house in recruiting. You didn't get to go to Columbus State and tour. So... How was that process like through COVID? And what, tell me about your relationship with Coach Moore and the other assistant coaches that were pursuing you at the time. Uh, at the time, when COVID had hit, I was at a, um, I was actually at a prep school called Core Four. Nice. So it had shut down after because um, we had caught COVID, unfortunately. So I had to end up coming here my second semester, like second semester of my freshman year. I came here and they took me in and just put me under their wing and just I had to just look up to the older guys at the time. And now I'm one of the older guys now, so I don't know what it takes to be successful in this program, so I'm ready. Nice. Let's talk about your first year at Columbus State. Great success making the NCAA tournament. Lost to a very good Queens team. Mm -hmm. And last year, lost in the semifinals of the Peach Belt tournament. There's just a lot of good teams in the Peach Belt, but you got a, a new team this year. You've got some transfers coming in. I mean, what has it took so far to gel the new players with the returning players, and, and have you got that cohesiveness from any practices before the season starts. Well, it's been it's been going very well with the new guys. I, everybody's just buying in. Like, I like everybody's energy towards the team. Everybody's not. It's like we're we're a real team. Like everybody's buying in, and we're gonna. I feel like I'm in very I'm very excited for this year. I feel like everybody's ready and we're, everybody's hungry. Yeah, and hungry to get back to the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. Hungry to get back to winning Peachville Conference championships. But let's talk about your game. You're a point guard, right? right? And you're replacing the leader from last year. You're expecting to be the starter this year. You're a, a veteran leader on a team that has a lot of new faces. So talk about your role on this team and what are some of the things that you tried to improve on this offseason to get ready for that starting position? Well, my first two years I had to look up to a lot of um, older guys and how they operated the team and how we got to the tournament and how, how they um, handled the team themselves. So right. just looking up to them guys and just I know, I, I know exactly what it takes and I'm, 
I'm very excited to um, help lead this team, and so I think I'm going to do very well. I think so, too. With you being a point guard, um, what is the biggest strength of your game? Ball control, stealing, awareness, or do you like to shoot? I do a, I do a little bit of everything. I've been working on my shooting lately. I just, that's one um, point in my game that I had to work on over the summer, and I'm getting very, very confident in my shot. But I feel like I help the team out on defense, and I play make help everybody be better around me. I think that's what a point guard is supposed to do. And we truly love hearing that. A point guard that really sees the floor before a play even finishes and just being the floor general out on the court. And it's really about stepping up and being a leader and, and you know, getting that cohesiveness from your teammates. And, and really, what are you looking forward to the most coming out in that first game on November 10th, which is going to be on the road, by the way, against Barton College. But we're being a winner. I just attract wins. I just want to win. So that's the most, like, that's what I'm most importantly like. I'm excited for it, but I'm excited to play around this team. This is like full of great guys. Absolutely. We are super excited that uh, you're back for another season of Columbus State Cougars basketball, you know, playing for Coach Moore. What is that experience like? You're three years in his system. I mean, what type of things have you learned from Coach Moore being here at Columbus State? Uh, from Coach Moore, I just learned, like, from Coach Moore, I learned that little things matter, like everything matters type. Like, everything matters. Like, free throws, that turnover that you might have in the second half might not mean as much as it did in the first half, or just everything matters. Like, getting back on defense, just all the little things matters, and it can help you at the end of the game. You can look back and be like, if I made that free throw, we would have won, or it's just everything, all the little things matters, and I value that as a point guard, especially being a point guard of his team from Coach Moore. Well, so, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see your – Roman, this year you take it on that leadership role. You are uh, getting more minutes this year, and you're going to be a, a guy that I think is going to be a rising star for this team. Again, only a junior. We've got a lot of juniors, a few seniors. Young this team. This young team, and it's going to be a team that, if they can be good this year, even better next year. Right. So excited about it. Roman, thank you so much for coming on the program. Good luck this season. Good luck. And uh, go Cougars. We'll go ahead and. And that is Roman's son. And we're going to take a quick break. Thank you again to our sponsors, mm -hmm. Ashley Furniture Home Store. For all your furniture needs, Ashley Furniture Home Store is the premier place for you. Visit their website or go to the store here in Columbus, Georgia. Also, Morgan Scarborough of Caldwell Bank. For all your realtor needs, you're selling your house. I know you're, you're trying to get your house on the market. There's not a better person than Morgan Scarborough. Missy Jones, realtor from Keller Williams, another Big sponsor of ours, Roger Beck and the Pacelli Vikings. West Central Georgia FCA. Thank you to Jonathan Kerr Story for that. The Campus Academy and Behringer Construction. We'll be right back after this. It's coverage of the CSU Men's Golf Classic, Men's Basketball Golf Classic fundraiser. Been having a lot of fun talking with uh, Roman Son, Marquise Davidson, Caleb Bird, Jaden Hall, Jelani James are just some names to say a few that have come on our program. George Alabama Sports Live will be right back after this.